0: This real talk segment. Yes, indeed, we got these husbands here. Of course, we got Stu Baby. We got the coach, Coach Will. We got our guest husband, who happens to be my dad, Stacy Jordan Sr. (laughs) And then we got me, your host, Stacey Jordan. We are here. We are here with with an individual I'm I'm proud to be sitting next to, Mr. Tony Lewis, who's the author of Slug. A boy's life in the age of mass incarceration. Give it up for him. You on with the husband? Yeah, yeah, man. man. (laughs) Listen, man, you. I know you've been you've been listening to our conversation. You know, I've been I've read a part of your book, and um, I've been following you somewhat. And what I'm impressed with is how well you articulate what's going on that a lot of of us don't know. Because you you and I were talking, right? And and we, we were talking about how you know a lot goes on in the neighborhoods and what you have is some guys who leave the neighborhood, never look back. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And there, there are those of us who are outside of it and we don't, we're not conscious of what's going on. And I really appreciate the way that you have, you know, traveled around and, sort of, you know, brought our eyes back to, you know, back in the focus about, you know, it's not just about us. Like, we really need to do something, yeah. you know, to make make our communities better. But I don't want to keep on talking. I want to hear from you, man. <laughs> people who haven't read your book They who might not know who you are, you know, 10 people left who don't know who you are. <laughs> you know, tell wow. them, man. Tell them a little bit about your
1: story and, yeah. and, and, and your cause. Well, a quick synopsis, man, is, um, so I've been, for the last 18 years of my life, I've been working, um in direct service of men, women, and children impacted by mass incarceration, um, doing violence reduction, Mm. um, helping people connect the dots, cognitive behavior interventions, all the the whole nine. Um, My father went to prison um, when I was nine, so very similar Mm. to what your father said. uh, My father got life without parole. So um, the last 30 years, my father has been incarcerated. Uh, That reality, um, and you know, this was 1989 when this happened in, yeah. in Washington, D.C. Uh, D.C. would soon, um, after that, morph into the murder capital of the United States. Yeah, uh, I grew up in that time. I grew up on Hanover Place um, in Northwest Washington, the epicenter of, the, of, of cocaine trade in D.C. Yeah. Um, and um, that adjustment, you know, in terms of our lifestyle change, right? Um, yeah. I, I mean, my father was a millionaire, we, and we went to prison, you know, things Went away, and my mother my mother couldn't handle that. Like he, he spoke wow. about your grandmother not working and had to get a job. Yeah, same thing happened with my mom, but she couldn't really find mm. her rhythm. Yeah, um, and it robbed robbed her of her sanity. So my father going to prison, um, subsequently really robbed me of both of my parents. Mm. I had very involved, wow. loving mm. parents, only child up until nine years old, yeah. and then you know soon after that. Um, that went away. And then growing up, the backdrop of that though is growing up in, in, in on Hanover place in a in a community filled with, with, with drugs and, and, and violence, right? Yeah. Through my formative years. Um, but at the same time and I come from my mother's side of the family is a family very uh with a long standing relationship to the underworld. Uh, so I had uncles that were very uh, involved in, in the street, mm. you know, gambling, bank robbery, and things like that. Yeah. Uh, but those men also taught me uh, a lot of good values, right? And I knew I was loved, and that was something that sustained, right? Uh-huh. Me, in terms of my foundation, was really, really strong. Um, and I could go on. I mean, but you know, like long story short, I nah, man, tell it, make it, make it the yeah,
0: story, but, you know, man. Let me like clear. just,
1: but yeah, just growing up, how we grew up, um, you know, in, a, in our generation, uh, 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 you know, the crack epidemic. Took out, took the adults away from us, yeah, right? right. Wow. Yeah. So, so very soon on, you know, as as young young men, and I'm talking about young, like twelve, thirteen, fourteen years old. My me and my my friends were were, were left to sort of make decisions for ourselves. You know what I mean? In a lot yeah. of ways, and a lot of my friends got involved in the game. A lot of my friends went to jail for homicide when we were teenagers. A lot of my friends were victims of homicides when we were teenagers, and so yeah. um, me being able to navigate through that, and you know, I went to Gonzaga College High School and um you know and i bumped in a friend a family friend when i got out of high school and i was um he got me into this uh this kind of youth ambassador peer-to-peer program he asked me you know my grandmother asked him to get me a job you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah. and that and i always remember that because i i did that for her you know what i mean but it it's kind of the best decision that i ever made because i fell in love with um with doing outreach and i could do it better than the people around me, yeah. in a way, you know, just just based on the connectivity and the understanding right. that the people that I was outreaching to, I was them, right? So I could get places that other people couldn't, yeah. And uh, yeah. then sub- that that and I wrote in UDC, and then so and it kind of, you know, and then at the same time, you know, people around me still dying and going to prison. I almost got caught up caught up in an FBI indictment, and that, wow. like that kind of like um, made me decide that you know I really had to walk this path and then God just blessed me, man. I just, you know, continued to grow and mm-hmm. then I started working in the reentry program mm. and, and that became an even better fit. Um and then like, you know, when I was doing that, uh B T did this series called American Gangster my father and a guy named Rafael Evan were partners. That's who he went to prison with. Mm. Um and so he did a feature on him and I was a part of that. And then after that, um Which I saw by the way. Yeah. The way. And our yeah. big homie, um, Cornell Jones they did one on him the next year, and I was on that one as well. So then my profile kind of, you know, raised a bit from the two national looks, and 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 I was like the the good part of it, right? I was like the good that came out of this, right? Yeah. You know what right, I'm saying is right. you ain't gonna find too many people on a store sh- two two episodes of a show called American Gangster for not being a gangster, you know right, know right, I mean? right? Right. Yeah. And yeah. so and from there, man, I just you know it, things just grew, and I started to do more. I was always doing stuff in the community, but now and I was really moving in a way in which I was making community activism and philanthropy kind of thing. I was incorporating, connecting kind of the indigenous D.C. to, you know, this new D.C. as a new D.C. was emerging, right? Right, um, right. And like 08-09, this new D.C. was emerging, the kind of rap scene. And, you know, a lot of people moving here. Mm-hmm. Gentrification was starting to happen. Right. And right. I um, was sort of the bridge, trying to connect connecting those people to bring them to help with the, the issues that persist with the D.C. native. Mm. And so that thing has persisted over the last decade advocating for children with incarcerated parents. Um, and I wrote Slug and, and, and well, I started writing in 2012, published it in 2015, um, you know, won the Steve Harvey Best Community Leader Award in um, right. 2011. Wow. You know, it's just been things, different things, seeing yeah. their features, watching right. the post stuff, you know what I'm saying? So, right. yeah. But because but I do this work every day, this is not a fad for me. Right, this is your So before your the life. term mass incarceration became a thing, right, I was already doing the work and yeah. so... I look at myself as and Slug as being the most comprehensive look at mass incarceration and what it what it what it can do to a boy, to a family, to a neighborhood, to a city, to a country. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, so
0: I want to I want to kind of talk about something because I saw part of this in your book, and I think you were talking about an aunt or somebody who you got to see work every day.
1: Yeah, my aunt Bonnie. Yeah, yeah. And,
0: and then you got and then you talk about your grandmother and you yeah. talk about your uncles and you know and, and this is kind of. Links to when I was listening to my dad talk earlier, yeah. and how just because we lose, we've lost a lot of people. You sure, know? but people like you, and people like your aunt and your grandmother, who step up and step in, like we still can get it done. You know, strength yeah. the strength of other
1: people stepping
0: yeah. in and being willing to do it. Because I mean, look at you, man. You yeah, know undoubtedly,
1: like those things are important, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. but but I but what I, you know, and I, and I think even in the people that don't quote unquote make it right, people mm-hmm. step up. For them as well, right. yeah, right. Yeah. But, but when we, you know, you spoke about men, right, and it's just, 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 and particularly in poor communities, and you know, and we've seen poor white folk and poor Latinos go to prison too. But ain't has been the greatest destabilizer for, and for black people, absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. the greatest without so, question. So, even when people step up. And do what they can, cause right there, they have other pressures on them. Right? Mm-hmm. You understand, and, and so and I think what we've really seen this. And we started, I talked about my mother losing her sanity, right? We've seen the black woman be marginalized based on this mass exodus, yeah. right? Yeah. And so my 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 grandmother and my aunt you know what I mean they stepped up for my little my cousins too my little cousin got killed mm. my, some of my cousins went to jail like they we I got lucky you know what I'm saying in a yeah. lot of ways I mean not I don't like to use the term luck but my point is that you know I'm very Grateful and very conscious of like the things That happened with me and, I, and I'd also see I think it's just certain things that I had in me man That I don't even know kind of wrote the book Trying to figure that shit out I'm yeah. sorry, I'm Sorry. I'm trying to figure <laughs> that out <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> Trying to figure it out because it was Just like you know and I just think From even from a boy you know what I mean I always kind of had leadership qualities Always kind of you know it was things about Me that you know I'm kind of the same person I always been right Yeah. And, and I say all that to say that what we Grew up in it wasn't in a lot of people across this country grow up in it is much deeper than just having people to step up right the community is so fragile and so so dangerous you know what i mean mm-hmm. for me never to go to prison you know what i'm saying it's like really the 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 the, the most um you know impossible thing you know what i mean like mm. where i come from right. A- every turn it wasn't like you know every every everything about the way we lived was was something that was you know in on the on in route to jail yeah everything like wow. literally every single thing and so Unless you stayed in the house and got depressed or something like, right? Like, so just going to the store for your for your mother or your grandmother to send you to the store to go get that, whatever it was they were sending you to the store for, you had to navigate through so much. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. And so I, my friends that's in jail for murder that's been there since we were 16, 17, 18 was pure souls, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. them dudes weren't tough when we was growing up. Yeah, yeah. Our environment. You know what I mean, but yeah. that, that lack of protection, and that's the thing about our role as men. We got when you got neighborhoods and communities where men aren't there.
0: Yeah, talk about right? it,
1: right? To protect, yeah. and provide, you right, know, right, and support. Right. Yeah, you know, you have to do that. You talked about that, like even with you know, I want money, going on a field trip, right? Your mind, your new mind. Yeah, and I had that like same that. mind. Like I gotta do something. Yeah, or oh, I'm yeah. tired of keep. I gotta keep waiting or asking, and they're like, in my in my generation. So this thing. Your pops' generation, that happened to them, right? So this I'm saying, this ain't new, but right. you're talking about this generational trauma, this trauma that's passed down, right? Wow. So if that happened to his generation, right, by the time it get to us, it's even worse, it's more right? amplified, right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then, right? And then, and then, and then, and then, and people, a lot of people our age had babies at fourteen and fifteen. Mm-hmm. I work with it. My friends' sons. Are uh, 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 guys that I work with now mm. just coming home from prison? Mm. I got friends who who, who were cellies with their fathers, you know what oh, I'm saying? Wow. And right. they cellies so, with their whoa. sons.
0: So, like, say that
1: again, like, because that's like you've seen it, but a lot of people ain't, yeah. that doesn't register the people. Right. And so, like, when we talk about this t- see mass, mass incarceration, it's a, ma- a micro and a micro thing, right? Mm-hmm, so, it's right. really where you see generations you know, um, of people, grandfather, father, and yeah, grandson in the same on the same compound. Yeah. That's a yeah. real thing. That's not like, oh, mm. you're trying to sound like it's no that happens, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. But you've also seen simultaneously grandfather, father, and grandson victims of gun violence mm. in mm. these same communities. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So um when you dealing with that. As you and you talked about a, 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 a criminal justice system, that or a correction system that's not about rehabilitation, um, that's not about making people better than when they walk in them doors, yeah. and those people are returning to communities that's not welcoming or not being able, you know, you're dealing with policy issues where they can't get jobs or live where they want to go. Right. And so you just you kind of see how this cycle mm-hmm. starts to continue. Right. You see school yeah. systems that you know, don't mind for children with incarcerated parents, don't support them. Yeah. Um, and when we know those children um, deal with more than any other group in terms of trauma mm-hmm. you know these, these adverse childhood experiences uh, which having an incarcerated parent is one of them but those children that have an incarcerated parent are much more likely to experience things like a mentally ill parent a mm. drug addicted parent growing up in a poor community drunk uh, abusive household yeah. of uh, witnesses or victims of violence like that's data that's not Tony Lewis's right opinion, right, 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 yeah, right yeah so these are the things, and I'm not saying that it's, it's all like it's impossible because it's not, right? I'm here, right? You here, but it it we have to acknowledge in my mind I was Slug was about to really talk about, um, how far-reaching this phenomenon has been, you know, in our country, um, and then particularly in in the African American yeah. community and the fastest-growing population in, in prison. A lot of times, it, it, right now, is women. Right, right? I've, I've heard that But man. how But why right? Yeah right that, okay, okay if I'm a If I'm a single mother um, You know what I mean And I probably My father probably went to jail Or I probably You know what I'm saying So like I'm growing up In the same community We look at, tend to look at Men and women differently But they under the same pressures Even more sometimes So I gotta do what I gotta do To feed these babies I gotta yeah. do what I like, Or oh, oh, I mess with this dude And he in the game And you know I get locked up You know rather I'm moving drugs, holding drugs in my house and I don't want to tell them or whatever it is. Right, you know, man, Or using right, drugs right, right. to escape the horrors of my life and the abuse that I've been through and then I start stealing or doing what I got to do to feed my habit. Like, so all this stuff kind of,
2: you know, happens. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And, you had a question? I had a comment. I had a comment. And like, so Slug, the book, was written, I think, for a certain audience, right? And people would think, oh, it's for the inner city kid or the kid that don't have his father there or something, right? Mm-hmm. I think the book will do the best work to those suburban moms or those suburban mm. families, right? Because those are the people that's going to go who got still got their voting rights, mm-hmm. still got all their rights, right? And they're going to go up there and they're going to see on the little checkbox, oh, minimum sentences mm-hmm. or, 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 or... um." You know, mass incarceration. Oh, I like that. Let me check the box as I'm voting. Right,
0: but right. But this
2: is a real story right here. This is somebody yeah. who coming to you and saying, this is the result of the vote that you just put in. Right. Yeah. 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 Let bro. me tell you how bad it affected me yeah. and the people around me and what I'm right. doing right now as a father with my kids. Yeah, yeah. I really like,
1: appreciate that, bro. Because I, I, I literally wrote Slug to that's what i meant i I wrote it to the country i wrote it to that the the soccer mom in maine i wrote it to the lawmaker Mm. i wrote it to the judge you talk about mandatory minimums and all these things that um you know these tough on crime the war on drugs to really show how you dismantle communities and really you made the problem worse right so like Mm. if you take Mm. and this is not in defense of any choices my father made or anybody that he was affiliated right um but what I'm saying is, and, and like my dad went to jail, he was 26 years old, his birthday today, actually, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, right. I well, I'm saw turning that, 56 man. today. You know, he been in jail 30, you know what I'm saying? But my point is that you take 26-year-old man away forever, right? Um, and so nonviolent crime, too, right? These mandatory minimum because we like you said, these judges, once you get to that point, the judge is like, I have to give them right, right. that sentence. I don't have Pre-strike any. That's right. Well, that was his first strike. But right. I'm just saying, three Man. strike was a part of... That, that became nice a part boy, of it, too. too. Yeah, yeah, it didn't have to be three strikes to get life. He, my, a, my father never mm-hmm. uh, had no convictions, you know what I'm saying? So Nothing, no prize. Yeah, not went to jail one time, never came back Forever, home. that's crazy. That's but what, crazy. I, what I'm saying is, um, you have situations in this country where you you had this broad... Mm-hmm. broad you took all the discretion away from the judge. Mm-hmm. And so when voters, when the, the, the average citizen you know you can't throw the baby out with the bath water like we've been mm. having we got like 40 more murders in dc today than we had it this time last year that's right. right. This is the rate so is violence up, right? is up yeah, right yeah yeah but the interesting part about that is you hear people oh we gotta the, every the, everybody minds go back to this oh, we gotta lock them up right. and we gotta three we, we too soft it's no such thing tough on crime don't work what you did was you took the people you created these vacuums you took mm, the quote-unquote right. power yeah, structure yeah. and things got worse my, fa- my father and went to jail in 89 Though, though murders was going up, but we, in in the '90s we we went way up. Right. Mm. How do you explain that? I thought they would have caused all the violence. You right. see what right. I'm saying? So like yeah. you, you destabilize right. like right now. A, but a lot of the younger guys, they're not even being trained up, even on the street sense to right. even learn respect, mm. to learn hierarchy, because there's nobody there. Right, who's showing right. them? Wow. And so and so therefore it becomes so difficult no to step in. Yeah. Who gonna
0: step in? You know what? You saying that. I was, at a, um, I was at a forum, uh, a bunch of guys, it was, it was called Marvel, I forget the name of it, but over the weekend, and that was one of the conversations. It, it's a young guy talking and an older guy talking, both of them saying, they ain't going to listen to me, yeah. right? That was a part of the conversation, and we're wow. going back and forth saying, well, you got to talk to them because you look like them, man, saying, well, you got to talk to them because you know more. But mm. and, and, you know, trying to find solutions, it wasn't a dead end, but my point is, we this is the real conversation.
1: How and who... It's gonna right. step in, and I think I think the the I'm a big you know how you do um when they come up with a vaccine mm-hmm. right a lot of vaccinations is about putting the disease or modifying the disease right mm-hmm. right yeah. right so 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 the answer and the problem they have to they can do it you know what mm-hmm. I mean like I said what made me a great outreach worker right when yeah. I first started out is that right. I was them you I was That's right so like what we got to do is grab them young guys the guy the dudes with connectivity grab them train them up. You know, help them to see that there's a better way, and it, it's happening, right? We just gotta have, but it takes funding I was to about do that. Right? that yeah. It takes It takes resources to do that, right? And it takes will. Yeah. You understand? It takes political will um, to say we have to fix this problem. You know, um, one of the things like on in in the district right now is that you have all this progression, right? We really got all of us, right? We all play got a nickel in this court, in my opinion. Like we all got to think, like, wow. People from all the DC most moved to place in America the last four years. P- Everybody's coming here to chase their dreams, but the people born here living in a nightmare. We gotta figure right. that out. Right. Yeah, Boom. we
0: gotta figure we gotta that out. figure that out.
1: No, you're right. You know what ah. I mean? We gotta figure that out. And a lot of people who who a lot of you know of our family members who. You know, in the eighties and nineties, got jobs and were able in the late seventies, able to move out to PG County. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and not that none of this stuff is happening in PG County because it is. Right. But we also gotta find a way to kind of get back to our roots in a way.
0: You, you so and, I, and I, you stuff, and I you know? talked about that on the phone, which was that, you know, look, my father got out of that. That was his goal: get out of that. Mm-hmm. So. Mine you know, too. We moved to Maryland too. Far and fast. Get out of there, right? <laughs> so look, yeah,
1: real talk. Real talk, right? right and right.
0: so so now me, he put resources behind me to go college. And I'm like, all right, far and fast. I'm looking <laughs> outside the beltway. You, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. The thing is, mo- motor, I think, you know, maybe we're so motivated to leave some of those experiences behind that we leave people behind, too. Damn. And, and you know, and, and me thinking about your book, exactly what he said. Like, when I start looking at it, I start looking at myself. Because, oh, wow. I, honestly, because now I'm saying, man, now I do, I, I'm a speaker. You know, I do outreach. I, you know, I get out there, but it's like, okay. But still, in my decision making... Am I still in the mindset where I'm leaving somebody else behind? You know what I'm
1: saying? I think think, this is my thing, man. I I just I think um, it's the expectation for you to be pulling up on first and no or pulling up on wheel of road, jumping out on the corner. Nah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And your father said something earlier. I don't know if we was on or not, but about, you know, you just got to find your part, though. Even if it's like, okay, what organization in them communities doing a lot of work? You know, can I get them $20 a week? yeah. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Like, cause er- everything ain't for us to do. Even now, as 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 a, as a, as a, as a le- activist or leader or whatever, and I've been, you know, doing this stuff eighteen years, and I do this annual like turkey drive as for as an example. And, mm-hmm. and and I was just saying yesterday too, I was like, nah, that's what I've been pouring and everybody else for. This year I'ma chill. I'm just gonna support somebody else. Gonna do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Cause that ain't for me to do no more. Right. My yeah. role mm-hmm. is to impact this policy and get more. You know, have these national conversations and do mm-hmm. my role is changing my role is growing right. and i've been trying to point wow. the people behind me to do what i used to do yeah and right. so for i, I ain't in. Mean, i'm not i'm not i'm even in this conversation around the violence i've been working you know on, on the, in the front line and working behind the scenes and trying to get policy crafted and, and that funding i spoke about in the right places I'm not doing the, the violence interruption anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, right. I, got, I got a five-year-old, a two-year-old and a wife. I'm going home. I'm not getting out of my bed <laughs> yeah, yeah, at right. two in the morning home. no more. I did home. that already. Right. That's not for yeah. me to do. But I still I have a, a yep. role to play. Yeah. Right. And I think yep. we all got to figure out our role our passion it ain't gotta be violence it could be teaching youngers how to do things but it's you have to do I feel like we just have to do something something yeah that's it yeah what that is you have to kind of figure that out for yourself yeah
0: yeah. but in a way it's sort of putting the structure back in place yeah the thing that's been dismantled you know we can work together you know, to make that happen again, where we are uh, yep. creating pathways—not
1: necessarily out, but definitely up. You know? Sure. Yeah. And sometimes it's just about exposure, man. Yeah. The, you be man. These young, these young people—they're brilliant, right? They—they they don't need as much as we think. They just need to know there's something real. They need people to yeah. to not make promises that they won't keep. Yeah. I ain't even gonna say can't keep it; that they won't keep, you yeah. know. Yeah. And that's it, cause they got it, bro. They yeah. got it. They just really just need to say, "Oh, that's how you do that." Right? Yeah. Right. And watch right. out. I seen. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't have continued to do this this long if it, you know. Like I'm talking about men and women coming out from jail. Like we had a lot of success with getting people. Um, well, they do it, but giving them a boost and they fly. Yeah. You know wow. what I'm saying? Right. Yeah.
3: Did you? Did you have a question that you want to ask? Well, I, I, my comment more so than a question was that. It it takes a village, and people have to really um, have a heart to get involved to, mm-hmm. see, to see change, because if everybody stands on the outskirts and waits for somebody else to do something, then nothing will happen. All you have to do, we as a people have to begin to unite and do what we can do. What, what's in your hand? Yeah. What can you do? How can yeah. you impart? Even if it's in the small area where you are, in that small parameter where you're working, you know, it's a phrase that goes inch by inch, anything's a cinch, and you you don't you don't have to be a Martin Luther King, you know you just be you, wow, and and impart where you can impart, That's and start at, right, and too? what happens is mm-hmm. there's going to be a crack, and in that crack there's going to be an opening, and before you know it you're going to be in the flow of that of that opening, mm. and and it just takes you taking those steps, but if you never take a step, if you keep sitting back on the bench watching sidelining talking about it and not doing anything then nothing will we didn't fell in love with like you know
1: uh, with this social media activism right yeah. We to oh, Post oh. our way to something, right? We yeah. scared of our own people right. We gotta go see. Yeah. yeah and right. This right. I'm woke. Where every, yeah. 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 Everybody woke. Everybody woke. You know woke. what I'm saying? Where yeah. you know, like I, I mean, in, in in the real work, you gotta go touch people, right? Yeah. And that's right. why, even in a lot of people, and I, you know, I well, I don't have no 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 issue with with anybody, or but I, what I am saying is a lot of people we look to for leadership. You know, what I'm saying all that. Like, I just want to go to where you where you do that at, right? Who you mm. who, who you accountable to? Yeah, before wow. you you know what I mean for real. Like take me where you where you make your bones, that where you where you right. cut your teeth. Right. right, right. Yeah. Who you mm-hmm. ever stopped from getting killed? Yeah. Who you ever got a job? Who you been to see in prison? How you talking about mass incarceration? You ain't done none of the above. Yes. And, and you ain't been locked up. Like what? Who are you? Where you did that at? Yeah, wow. you know what I mean. And that's the part that bothers me because it's like the message gets diluted and it's becoming more about. You know what I can, you know what TV show I can get on, or yeah. or, or, or my how many followers I right, got, but right. you ain't doing nothing yeah. honestly. Wow, wow! Yeah. And so like that, I think that's the difference when we talk about say a Dr. King or Malcolm or people in that civil rights era. They touched people. They had people that they had to look in the the eyes. That guided them, you know? I live in the same house I grew up in. Definitely, and let me say this preference. I'm never in no way that would be a complete blasphemy to ever. I'm not speaking my, my situation in the same realm with them. What I am saying, though, is like them, people know who I am, where I'm at. You know, I got. I can't just do anything. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know what right, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I can't just say anything. Right. Or, you know. Yeah. Um And and so for a lot of folks, man, that speak for us, you know, in this country, it's like, you know, where, where you do that? At? Where have you, you know, where the, where your people? Because I, I and we've got we got punch drunk as it relates to fame, and and, and, yeah. and that's that's trickled down to activism. Right. Right. I right. think right. That's, that's even trickled down to clergy. Mm. Oh, it's fame. Uh-oh. We, we we driven by the wrong things. Wow, you know we really are. It, it and, and I think we gotta get back. You know, centered in terms of why we here and what's the main purpose. You know yeah, what I'm saying? So, yeah.
0: you know, I want to go back. I want to go back. We got a couple minutes, and I I wanted. I was thinking about this while you were saying it. You were talking about how when you when you left your house. There's a bunch of pathways that lead to prison, you know, and it's, a so, it's almost a miracle that you didn't. All right. And then when people come home from prison, there's there's no support system. It's not very welcoming. Um, do you think that's by
1: design? Yeah, I think it's all by. It's obvious. It's all by design. Yeah. And you know? I figure what your
0: answer. So, yeah, I want to. I want you. To it's,
1: by, it's by design. I mean, when you talk about. Um, you know systematic racism when you talk about the policies and the laws in mm-hmm. place mm-hmm. when you talk about how our communities are hyper policed, all of that stuff is literally by design and in the and the focus, and the target is the black male mm-hmm. does that mean though that you know we can't navigate through that stuff, but I think it, it we would be the older I get, the more I see it. Right, you know what right, I mean? Right, Just right, how right. much right. it is right. by right. design, right. you know, right. okay. more, more yeah. things I see and experience. It's like, huh. oh, wow. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah.
1: Um, especially, yeah.
0: especially since a lot of times they're making money off of prisoners. Yeah. Well, privatized. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, not let only let me, privatized let me say this working piece, yeah, I can't yeah.
1: say this right. Now, and I do want to, want to, want to say that with the, pri- you know, I know that we, the, pri- it's the private prisons right there. All, prisons right. have mm. been privatized. But right. But it's about 10, right. But it's about 10% of prisons are privatized. But crime is like a commodity. It creates an economy. I my I have a job. My job that I do is based on people coming home from prison. You prison know what I'm saying? So industrial like, complex. Yeah. Gives well, you a exactly. Job. Well,
0: yeah.
3: well, the reason why that's significant is because based upon a um test in the 4th grade, they decide to sure, you know to, to build prisons. Sure. But um, sure. you know is, we we, is, we, is, we 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 talked about the system, right? and how they go after our people. But what, um, what how
1: much focus are you um, targeting the individual, their responsibility, oh, their yeah.
3: accountability?
1: More than that, more than our focus on the, on, 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 on the system. Okay, mm-hmm. because, because a lot of times, you know, we need to see what to do, how to do it, mm-hmm. and how to navigate. Mm-hmm. and So we can always say it's, you know, the white man, and you know, that part is true. Yeah. Right.
3: But what can what tools, what skills, what, what are the things that I can tell Shorty, like, hey, you need to X, Y, and Z when you um, conduct yourself around a woman, conduct yourself around a police officer. Those those type of things.
1: Well I'm gonna say definitely by the way. I, mean, I don't know about the police officer piece, but I think, yeah, I mean I think we slug was about that too. It's instructional. Right. okay this is what I did when I came this is how you going you have to show resolve you going to, have to show you know what I mean diligence you're gonna to have to swallow your pride you're gonna to have to be patient you gonna to have to dream you know you're gonna to have to have some spiritual basis all those things you mm-hmm. know what I mean um that's in terms of telling the young man i but i believe more in showing them
3: mm-hmm.
1: um and then but like I get what you're saying about the, even by like the police situation but I, I tread lightly on that and telling him what to say with the police as if if you don't say if you say everything right that means you gonna make it home like anything right and that's and like, and that's, and like that's like blaming the victim like so if we say right, oh right, he right, must right. have said something wrong that's not necessarily the truth right, you know? right so right. I don't subscribe to no, that piece true. but no.
0: we've had that and we've your had point, that though, we, you we've know had that I'm experience with y'all <laughs> <have had> it, <laughs> these you know? guys were in the car and he got his hands up
1: like and the that's is like, like why you got your hands hey, up right, like yeah, yo okay. <laughs> I mean what do I do yeah mm-hmm? right right so but I I <laughs> and and, and I, I'm just saying I think it's very I'm very big on what I do you know what I'm saying every day basically is is when I talk about the cognitive behavior mm-hmm. interventions and stuff like mm-hmm. that, it's really training individuals on how to you know be successful particularly men and women come home from prison and it's about that your accountability mm-hmm. you know what I mean the think make it, the decisions that you make mm-hmm. and wh- who you're around and mm-hmm. all those things because you know we have to talk about that have to okay, have you to. know the, but the question becomes right and we would like to think that if you do all of those things, you're gonna be okay. But like I said, it's you know sometimes I feel like you know in this country, man, you gotta be perfect, right? We do. Yeah. No, Everybody no, else right. can make a ton of mistakes. That's your life. You you. They can be right. human rather than I ain't gonna say make mistakes. They can just be like human. Right. Right. We
2: can't. No, really. You know I mean? Really. Yeah. So. Yeah. I got a question, Tony, for you, and it's on a personal level, bro. Because your father went away, you ain't had your father at nine years old, right? Yeah. What is it that you do? On a daily basis with your kids. You got two kids. You're a father. How did that... You not having your father, what does it do for you on a daily basis? What do you do with your kids that is a direct reflection of you not having your father in your life?
1: Maximize time, bro. Wow. I don't waste a second with them. You -hmm. don't waste a second, I don't waste a second. I don't know what's going to happen. You know what I mean? I just Not to say anything's going to happen, but that's just my, my, my frame of reference from my life experience that if anything was to happen to me, that you know they'll remember my presence my voice my yeah. smell everything you know what i'm Just saying from smell, from yeah. no you bro. know
0: what he's saying that you know one thing re- recently in our <laughs> wow. family we had a loss and you know my thinking is if, if that happened if i was gone today like I, every moment's got to be impactful you know you, yeah, you, you know. gotta leave them with something mm-hmm. like like even if i'm gone today i have to leave enough of an impact and an impression that they can Navigate, you know, enough where they can make hey, it, bro. you know. And, and
1: my lost. dad, wasn't the dad that he was before he went to prison, we wouldn't have no relationship. We we probably as tight as a person can be after thirty years of incarceration, and that's based on that first nine, though. Wow, that Whoa. first nine mm-hmm. meant something. Bro, that's amazing. He man. was he was you know you know you know a big drug dealer, bro. But he spent the we He was a dad. He was a yeah. hell of a dad, and that that that's you know that kept us you know being able to connect. And then those you know, crazy thing though, know, yeah, I'm still now, and I got to deal with. You know what I mean Taking my babies to prison That's a big struggle for me Yeah And my five year old You know um, She I was playing this song I'm on the song With this artist called Named Chaz French And I'm talking about my life On the on the record And it just was on my Random iPod thing You know what I mean iPhone It was you know It was on the shuffle man And she heard me Talking about my dad Getting arrested She said like, Papa got arrested and I didn't know she knew what the rest it meant, bro. And I had to explain yeah, to her dude, there. I, dude, said, I vowed her that God. I would never wow. lie to her about, you yeah, know... Right. So she would go right. to see him, but I was like, yo, she ever asked to this jail? and be like, yeah, yeah. but she did she, she, she like, so well, that's why all the men wear the brown and... Wow, it's just <laughs> like, never yo, done, on her. said, what kind of parent take their, take, take their kids to a prison? Yeah. yeah that yeah, broke right. me in half, right. bro. Wow. wow, dude. Broke wow. me in half, bro. But it's that, so it's like... That trauma again is like so. I, I got to deal with that. So like, yeah. this, you know, and I got to deal with the fact that her grand my, my mother, her dead grandmother, is schizophrenic, and she still go through that. And if you get through the book, you gonna read about what I go through with yeah. that. And that's an everyday thing mm-hmm. on my porch out front, dealing with that. Trying to, but I st- I love my mother, but I gotta. Shield my children from what that Ooh, might bring.
0: Right, wow, right, wow, dude. I want to, I wow. want to thank wow. you, man, for being so transparent about about your situation. Which I knew you would. You yeah. know, I, I reading your book and watching you and seeing you out there. But I think that's the thing that brings the value that you are able to bring your transparency, man, and people can. You allow people to hear what they won't go see or may not ever, you know, get to see. And I, I want to appreciate mm-hmm. you, man. Give it up, thank man. you, guys. Brother yeah, Lewis. Man, bro. yeah. and, and Real quick, I wanted to. Tell people how to get your book, Slug, and and
1: how to follow you on Slug: A Boy's Life in the Age of Mass Incarceration. Get on Amazon, iTunes, Kobo, Nook. If you're in the DC area, politics and prose bookstores um ig and twitter mr tony
0: lewis jr yeah
1: mr tony lewis jr.com jr. too that's yeah, oh that. is it now is it tony lewis jr.com or yeah. is mr tony nah, lewis, lewis jr.com okay okay trying to get out too
0: tony lewis jr.com man i want to thank everybody who tuned in tuned up with us live everybody who commented i know we didn't get a lot of comments but this was intense for me man i was locked into what this guy was saying Absolutely want to uh, thank for everybody who's supporting us. Listen, these husbands, we appreciate you. We always try to bring you that value, always try to bring you that good medicine. We do it because you know what? We, we love that. that. Yay. <laughs> oh, man. Nice. Oh, man, that was cool, Bruh. man. That was cool.